0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network. This is Scout's Eye on Pro Football. As we take a look at <clears throat> the week that was, week four in the NFL. We're kind of mosling along there. We've got a lot to get to. The Vikings get off the fast start in London and get things done. We Got the week started off, of course, on Thursday night in a uh, storyline being the Tua Hendry, Cincinnati, um, in, in Miami. Uh, the Falcons get a much-needed win. Um, you know, Dallas continues to play well uh, around Cooper um, Rush. Seattle beats a Detroit team that just hasn't learned how to win yet. Uh, Tennessee guts one out. The Bears are just bad uh Nice win by the Giants, though. So Philadelphia got tested a little bit by Jacksonville, but managed to take things um, in control. Bad loss by Pittsburgh, obviously. They've got to get Kenny Pickett to in line, get him gone. They've got to get healthy on defense. This is uh, was a bad loss. The Jets, a big win for them. Lots of credit, but tough loss for Pittsburgh. The Ravens continue their recent struggles at home. Uh, What an impressive uh, comeback win for Buffalo. Uh, The Chargers fight through some injuries to get one. What a battle by Pittsburgh uh, in Green Bay. Uh, Las Vegas gets a much-needed first win there. The Raiders did. Um, And I'm curious to see uh, Kansas City um, uh, taking care of business on Sunday night. we got a lot to get to. We're going to go team by team, take a look at um, the key things uh, that have taken place over the weekend, but we're going to go game by game or team by team to kind of go through how things play it out. If you want a more detailed film room analysis of all of the teams, all of the games in college football, the NFL, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. We got it for you over there. So check it out. Take advantage of the football season sale over at LandryFootball.com, and it's the best deal that we got going. It'll get you everything that you need to know all year round, all calendar year round. Uh, landryfootball.com also invite you to subscribe like and share the landry football podcast network that's where we get you the best information around on college football the nfl uh the uh, landry football podcast network subscribe like and share that please it's uh, free just help us with that that helps to give us a better feel for what it is you're looking for in some of these shows that we can provide for you from uh, a scouting and coaching perspective, what is it that you're looking for? So, uh, some quality running backs uh, efforts emerge in uh, various cities in Week Four, and um, saw it Sunday wrap with the Chiefs dialing up their ground game in Tampa. Something that I know they were not happy with. Andy Reid was not happy with uh, going into the game, and that was going to be a focus point. They did that. The Bills managed to come back, as I mentioned, with that nice win over Baltimore. hard for it, board win. And the Packers survived against the Patriots with the third string quarterback. Those Packers, to me, uh, what can their defense do? What can their running game do? I'm curious to see how patient they stay with it because that is their key to long-range success this season. But let's kind of go game by team by team. Um, Patchwork offensive line by the Rams. uh, Really struggled. Seven teams have already seen their starting quarterback miss time due to injuries. The Rams, two and two, run the risk of Matthew Stafford joining that list. Stafford battered uh, elbow problems for months. The battered Rams offensive line was uh, really under fire. The 49ers mowed down um, one of the two Rams starting blockers who dressed. Left tackle Joe Noteboom allowed three of the 49ers' seven sacks by game's end. The Rams were down to a backup left guard, a third-string center, a third-string right guard. Stafford has been sacked uh, sacked seven times twice this season. He's only been dropped that many times in two other games in 14 years. So with a menacing Dallas pass rush up next, that's the biggest thing storyline into that game. We're going to get into that, obviously, as we preview all the games uh, coming up uh, this next week. the 49ers new starter on the defense played really well the 49ers defense has played the lead role in their two primetime games but after letting Russell Wilson and the Broncos escape Tolano Hufanaga slammed the door on the Rams. the 49ers are now two and two they moved on from Jaquiski tart and they have Jimmy Ward on IR when Ward returns you'll have a breakout talent alongside of him the fifth rounder um Huf- Huffnega has been forced into the starting role. His closeout pick six offers uh, another impact type of guy. Uh, Nick Bosa's five quarterback hits give him 23 on the season, lead the NFL by seven. The 49ers look like they've got a defense that can carry them most of the way. And I think that they're in good position in this division. I think they're better, and they're certainly healthier, and they're better defensively than the Rams – um I, I don't trust the cardinals defensively. If Seattle's not good enough the Niners are the team to beat uh, in that division. They played very well. They got the Panthers next. Uh in the aforementioned <clears throat> pardon me Sunday night game, the Chiefs dominate um up front as well. That was the biggest problem in the Chiefs loss in the Super Bowl against the the Buccaneers. So uh, you saw the healthy offensive line give uh, the Buccaneers a lot of troubles. Patrick Mahomes' presence and the run game. Um a lot of the Chiefs now three and one. They rolled their offensive line and, and out rushing the Bucks very effectively. Uh, Orlando Brown, Joe Thune, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, um, uh, Andrew Wiley helped Clyde Edwards alaire and uh, Pacheco gash the Bucks who allowed their most rushing yards since Vita Vea has been playing there. Their willingness to use the running game Maybe an issue, but the Mahomes-led offense uh, having this in their two boxes really, really big. I was impressed with what the Chiefs did. They are definitely the team to beat in the AFC West. There is no doubt about it. With the Chargers struggling with injuries, the Broncos are just not good enough. The Raiders are not good enough. Um, you know, you've got some problems there. I think uh, with those three teams challenging the Chiefs at this point. They got the Raiders next on Monday night. Um, for the Buccaneers. Um look, their defense was crushed by the Chiefs' offense. Um, it was very impressive with what the Chiefs were able to do. Uh 10 for 12 with third downs at one point. Uh Brady had to go to it alone. Um, with the defense not playing well, uh, they had to abandon their rushing attack early. If they can't run the football, they're going to struggle. So um Mahomes was was outstanding. There's no question about it. But I think their offense caused the Bucks a lot of problems and you know, the Bucks defense really uh, struggled in this game and without a defensive effort that can kind of buttress up this team. Uh, they don't have enough weapons on offense. They can't win shootout games. They were clearly outmatched in this one. Now the, the Bucks have the Falcons next Sunday uh, for Buffalo. Um, Jordan Poirier's offseason bid to get a third contract did not lead to a deal, but boy, this safety has really done a good job early. He's a six year guy. He's made a major difference in that team's lineup. Um, you know, he's uh, he, he really was the key guy defensively that spearheaded that 17 point comeback. Poirier uh, snagged interceptions to stall the Ravens' final two drives, the second on a fourth and goal sequence. Um, it was really impressive. He has played well. Gave Josh Allen a chance, and Josh Allen is really good in the clutch. That's the thing about Josh Allen, and and when I look at some of the better quarterbacks, it's even when they don't play their best game statistically. When you give them in the prime moment, they're able to get it done. Josh Allen is definitely one of those guys. Good comeback. You've got to find ways to win. The Bills are banged up, but they're finding ways to win. That's really, really good. For Baltimore, uh, a lot of talk about analytics and you know, John Harbaugh and in the 15th year as a coach. Look, here's the thing about analytics.
0: Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The problem is, if you take anything uh, without moderation, you're going to be in trouble. Analytics is useless if you're using it in a generic sense. It doesn't matter what the statistics say in general about what you should do in this moment. Kick a field goal, go for it, what have you. That is not relevant to your team in the current moment. You have to have the analytics for what works for your team throughout the course of the season, up to that point during the season. And then you've got to take in the effect. What's happening in this game? What is the the mindset in this game? Where is this game going? Because the analytics, by following it blindly, takes you down a dark path It just is a crutch for some of these guys, and John Harbaugh is one of them. You've got to be smart enough to understand that, yes, even though it says this in a generic sense across 32 teams, it does not apply here in this game to this team against this opponent at this moment. You've got to have enough football intuitive skills and the ability to push that stuff off and understand it you got to rely on your football instincts. I thought it was a problem, and it was a mistake. The Ravens are 2-2. and Now they're the only team since the 2011 Vikings to blow two 17-point leads in their first four games. Okay, so they are having a hard time putting people away. And I think that is a product of the defense, but it's also a product of the fact that their run game is not dynamic. Every week, they're going to struggle. They are not going to advance as long as their passing game is limited. And their passing game will always be limited unless they can work it off play action because they're a run-first team. Um, It was, uh, again, the the struggles there on defense to consistently possess the football. Um, You know, you had a a nine-and-a-half-minute drive at the end, but no points. You've got to finish and that becomes a problem sometimes you can control the football you can control the clock but when you get in the red zone and you can't run it in you have to have the ability to throw into tight windows and i think teams that are limited in terms of passers they struggle in the red zone because the field is so compressed big problem there um Trevor Lawrence really struggled in the rainy Philadelphia day. That mid-Atlantic storm cell kind of messed up um, uh, for the for that that whole game in general. Um, uh, when you look at it, the Eagles pass rush keeps winning up front. And The Hassan Reddick, Jawan Taylor matchup, two sack strips swung this game in Philly's favor. But the Jags still had a game time drive opportunity just inside of two minutes. That's progress. They're two and two. And they're playing, I think, a good Philly team. Now, look, everybody's gotten out of hand with Philly, more than them in a second, because their schedule's been weak. But they're still good. And the Jags played right with them. Lawrence lost control of a wet ball on fourth down and later fumbled a quarterback sneak. uh, Sneak that that torpedoed their chances. So Jags, I thought, did a really good job staying in this game, but they struggled towards the end. Uh, I thought Miles Sanders ran well. Um, The Eagles kind of... Uh, limiting his workload a little bit. Um, this is a very good offensive line, and, and that was the key to close out Jacksonville. I thought Sanders did a really good job. Uh, Saquon uh, Parkley's backup in college, uh, you know, uh, is is running really well for them. They're four and up. Uh, they did not get a really good game from Jalen Hurts, um, but they showed the damage that their backfield can take. So I, I like you win in this league and you move on. They've got the Cardinals next. The Eagles haven't played a good schedule, folks. They're not going to be, you know, a uh, fourteen and three team. And they're going to be some else here. But they're they're right there. It's going to be a fun race, an NFC East race that we're talking about. A Dallas team that's playing good defensively and an Eagle team that's very good. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch uh, with these two teams uh, duel it out. The Patriots. Um, what can you say brian hoyer you know starts and gets concussed and they turn to bailey Zappi, who actually did a pretty good job um and i thought they they, they held in their great game plan um that kept the packers off balance for a little bit they had um, had six offensive line formations they they did a lot of different things uh, a really well-coached game that gave themselves every bit of a chance. Good job there. They've got the Lions next week. We'll see if they can get back on track. But the pack, look, they get it done. The defense allows them to take over this game. A top five, you know, uh, pressure sack guy is Rashawn Gary. Uh, he is turning things up. And he had a strict a strip sack recovery sequence that really stalled a Patriots drive. Um, he's done a really good job. This is They're not getting much from its offense until the the second half in this game, but um, look, Gary, who's played behind Zadarius and Preston Smith, is five sacks and playing well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did just enough, and that's fine. I think this defense in the running game, as I continue to say, is the key for the Packers' deep run this year if they're able to get it done. Um, Another – John Elway misfire late in his GM run. Melvin Gordon continues to hurt the Broncos' run game effort. His first carry fumble turned into a Raiders touchdown, making it the fourth fumble in four games and 11 um, in three seasons. No other running back is more than nine in that span. Uh, resigned, really, really a, a a team that's offensively limited and defensively they're ruining uh, the defenses being ruined by an offense that's struggling. Um, Look, you knew the Raiders were going to play in the desperation mode. You had a feeling they might be able to get the Broncos with the way the Broncos have been struggling offense. It's exactly what happened. Not a really good job there. I thought the Josh Jacobs, who continues to play well against the, uh, the Denver, uh, continues. Um, he's um, He played very well. I thought he ran well. He ran hard. I thought he ran strong. I thought the entire unit did. They gashed the uh, – Broncos for 144 yards um he's just um he's between the tackles workhorse guy that can soften defensive fronts and I thought they did a really good job good performance by the Raiders there they got the Chiefs next week though on Monday night we'll kind of see where that goes if they can uh, they can play well and have a chance in that game for um the Titans uh, and the, uh, the the Colts uh, first the Titans uh, down top pass rusher Harold Landry, along with veteran starters Zach Cunningham and Amani Hooker, the Titans relied on their only healthy, only healthy defensive position. The defensive line delivered. Danico Archery played well; he had two sacks, a forced fumble, three quarterback hits. He really did a good job penetrating. Uh, Thierry Tart, two uh, Pat the bat, uh pass back downs, setting up his own diving interception, led the way for. Um, For the Titans, they did a good job shutting down Jonathan Taylor. I thought they played off blocks very well. He had 20 carries, 42-yard, one fumble. That's not going to get it done for the Colts. They are going to rely on Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's not running the football well. They're struggling. They haven't run for 100 yards yet this year. For a team that's built around the running back, that's not going to work. Good performance by the Titans. They're now playing a little bit better. They got the commanders this week, so they've got a chance to get a little bit healthy. Um, the Colts, offensive line performance is really poor. Um,
0: it's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They're now one, two, and one. They've got three high-end offensive linemen locked up long-term. Um, it's it's an unacceptable performance for an offensive line that has a lot, that much committed to you, you can't play that way up front and have Matt Ryan be successful. And, and Taylor not having any run creases is a problem. He can't find room. Uh, Ryan was sacked three times. Uh, he's got 15 Thus, at this point. Taylor, again, is is an even bigger issue. Got a lot of worries about this Colts team. They do not look like they're going to contend in this division. They've got the Broncos next on a short week, Thursday night in Denver. Uh, this is a big game. They are in, in a division where it's virtually impossible to to be out of contention because no one's going to run away from it. I mean, the Colts are, are playing their way out of it. I mean, Jacksonville may look like To me, at this point, looks like a better team. Long way to go for the Colts. The Jets and the Steelers, the Jets first. Um, uh, LaMarcus Jarner kind of spearheads this this Jets uh, uh, performance. One of um, Jarner played in one game in 2021, the Jets, before a season-ending tricep tear. The former Rams Super Bowl starter reemerged after a year off the grid. He intercepted two passes, defected three more, including the third, of the jets four interceptions folks that's the difference it's the equalizer every week every game if it happens zach wilson john mitchell trubisky as inconsistent starters and neither one of them played very well but the picks were the difference the jets are two and two they teamed up with three interceptions via tips made picking uh picket um, pay for trying to test coverage a little bit it's a step forward for a defense that's trying to get better this game was more about the Steelers' mistakes and less about the Jets' performance. But if the Jets can use this to get a little confidence, uh, they got the Dolphins next week, and you know they're going to be playing a backup quarterback. Let's see if they can uh, do something with it this week. The Steelers make the transition, as we're suggesting to Kenny Pickett. Um, they're 1-3. and three. Uh, And they got the Bills next then the Bucks, then the Dolphins, then the Eagles. We don't know if two will be back by that third game. Uh, this is really bad looking. They wanted to kind of bring him along slowly. Now they're going to bring him along in the gauntlet. I think they were hoping to get enough out of Trubisky to get him through this. It didn't happen. So it's going to be an issue where you've got to play better around this guy. Um, He was 10 for 13, 9.2 yards per throw, some misfires, some bad decisions. They've got to get healthy on defense. They've got to help him more with the running game. The Steeler team looks like it's not going to make the playoffs. Um, Really struggled in this one. Um, The Bears first against the Bears and the Giants. Um, Man, the Giants didn't allow Khalil Herbert to post a, a second straight good game here but the New York offense could not run away from the one dimensional bears. So this wasn't about a really good performance uh by the Giants. It's a it's a team that uh is really looks bad right now. It one of the worst teams. The Bears are two and two. They look like a team that could be 0 and 4. Justin Fields is barely at 50% completion percentage. Third down calls are telling you that they don't trust Justin Fields. Uh, you don't, you got bad skilled position guys around him. Um, this is a mess. This uh, there's more optimism for a team like the giants. Who's in the first year, I, this, this fair situation looks to be a mess. They've got to fix it. And the, the difference is that they're attached to a quarterback that I'm not sure is going to be the guy. They've got the Vikings next on the road for the giants. Tyrod Taylor's concussion comes after Daniel Jones' ankle injury led to the Giants lean on their wildcat package. Barkley uh, running the football, 156, 146 yards running. Jones had um, three, um, uh, led them on a, on a two score lead early. Um, They ran a bootleg that uh, strong downfield blocking bears were really confused. How do you lose a game like this? If you're the bears, the Giants having to go to the Wildcat without a quarterback, and the Giants get it done. Good job, being a resourceful, better coached team, better organized team. Uh, the Giants—they uh, get the Packers next Sunday in London. That's uh, going to be really tough. Uh, boy, the Commanders are bad. Oh my goodness, they're not even in the NFC East race. They're just—they're out of it already. The Cowboys, Eagles, and even the Giants are combined, all three combined ten and two. And the Giants are not a pretender. They don't look like a pretender, but they're getting it done. The Redskins have more overall talent, but they're not getting it done. They're not very well coached. The Cowboys set Carson Wentz just twice after the team's offensive line struggled against the Lions and the Eagles, but they forced two intentional grounding penalties and intercepted him twice. Washington's one and three. Um, but I'm going to tell you that the quarterback situation is a mess. That's the biggest problem. They're making too many negative plays at that position to allow the rest of that team, which is pretty good. They've got to run the football better. They've got to play really good defense to give themselves a chance because the quarterback position is an absolute mess. The Cowboys look, um, I keep thinking about Dallas, you know, they cut Cooper rush this year and, they weren't really sold on them, but then they finalized a 53-man roster. They, they signed him as a free agent, Credit him for that. And boy, look, he's 4-0 as a starter. Now, it's not because the Central Michigan alum is, is winning games for them, but, you know, it's doing a good job locating the low progression reads, um, nice job on the Michael Gallup touchdown. And when this defense, rushing the passer like they are, um, that's really good now. What I think is important if they can continue to play with a focus on the run game, with a focus with the defense and they get Dak back back back, they're going to need Dak to make some plays. But what they don't want to do is turn this offense into a Dak Prescott show. We're going to spread it around and torch it. That's not what they are. And that quite frankly is going to be working away from the strength of this team, which is line of scrimmage, particularly on defense. So If only Jerry Jones could just shut his mouth and let the people run the football operations instead of having to comment on everything, it would make things a lot easier for the coaching staff um, and and the players to work. Uh, The Browns, um, the easy start of their schedule's over. Um, it, It was...
0: It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.
1: Um, he, we could be talking about a 4 0 start, but it's an issue. Deshaun Watson, let's remind him, comes back in week 13. They're two and two. Um, the offense needs to come through. No miles, garretts' injury situation is tough. Jadavian Clowney's out. Um, they ventured into Atlanta's two-yard line on the first two drives, it came away with three points. Against a defense that's not very good. It's it's going to be a tougher stretch here, and I think they've lost an opportunity to bank some wins, and I think they're going to play themselves out of a playoff picture by the time that, um, press, uh, that Deshaun Watson gets back in on mixing um, a quarterback here. But uh, they got the Chargers next. We know the Chargers are beat up. The Falcons, there's no question they've played hard. They're not good but they really are playing hard and playing well, considering their talent level. And they just took advantage of a depleted Browns front. Uh, they missed a Taven Bryan and and linebacker Anthony Walker. In addition to the others, they steamrolled 172 of its 202 rushing yards in the, in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, Mariota completed all seven of his passes. Allegier um, and Caleb Huntley uh, doing a pretty good job running the football young backs. They don't have the pieces, but I tell you what, they are developing a culture and a toughness and a way to fight. I am impressed at least what they're doing, and I'm curious to see what they do on the road against the Buccaneers who are trying to get some guys healthy as well. The Cardinals and the Panthers. J.J. Um, Watt had a little bit of a scare, uh, a little heart-shocking there. The um, uh, he, he batted down two Baker Mayfield passes. Uh led to a Dennis Garnek interception and, and uh lead cushioning James Conner touchdown, Zach Allen, John Watt in the wrecking Mayfield's afternoon. He swatted three passes, including a fourth uh, down uh play. He makes a huge difference. Those two guys, Zach plays better with obviously with JJ Watts in there, but uh, they have talent at defensive end. Both Watt and Allen are free agents. The younger defensive lineman um may may certainly uh lead to some positivity as they go forward to try to maybe stay in this race with the uh, with the rams and and maybe chase the 49ers. The Cardinals are 2 and 2. They're still in the division. I just wonder how far they can go. Can they continue to be as consistent? The Panthers are really bad and Baker Mayfield's making them worse. He's uh, playing poorly. Um, <clears throat> the um, it, you know it, we just discussed the pressure that he was under, the the tips, the interceptions. He's forcing it. He's the guy that will force it. you got to play great around him. Look, he wasn't good. It's why the Browns have moved on from him. Um, they've not made good decisions in the past on quarterback. In fact, they've been awful. But uh, the, the Panthers need to find their quarterback. They don't have him on the roster right now. It's probably going to cost Matt Rule his job, So, and maybe bef- before long as this season progressed. they got the 49ers next. Panthers are in bad shape. Oh, man, give it up for Seattle. Uh, Gino and the Seahawks um, at least got a way to get it done against the Lions. Um, you know, Smith sliced up the Lions. This Lions defense is a problem, and it can't close out games, even though their offense is playing well, because their defense can't stop anybody. Geno Smith looked great. The Lions defense made him look great. 320 yards, two scores, um, just a really good job for shot ice the game with 151 rushing yards. Um, This is a sub-500 team, but, you know, they play hard, they play well, and and they're able to find a way to finish. And they're not all that good defensively, but they come up with enough stops. This Detroit team, um, look, the Seahawks have scored 99 points over the past two line games with Wilson and and Smith. Uh, Penny's been been an outstanding runner. Um, Aaron Glenn and this defense—they're they're one in three. Are the Lions? They've allowed 555 yards leading to the to um, uh, this past week, and and they just Dan Campbell is threatening staff shakeups after the loss with the defense sitting dead last in the league. I mean, dead last. The Lions scoring 45 points without Amari Brown or DeAndre Swift is unbelievable, but their defense is beyond bad. And it's yes, you got to rebuild. Yes, they've got to get some plays but they have some pieces. They are poorly coached on that side of the ball. They're out of position way too much, and they got a problem, and they go to New England next week. And, look, I th- this is going to be interesting to watch. This Lions team, with the way their offense is playing, should not be one and three. Austin Eckler awakens a little bit. Uh, the seizing injuries, a lot of the season ending injuries are problems. But Joey Bosa, Rashad Slater are out. Justin Herbert continues to be without Keenan Allen. Uh, now Corey Lindsey did return at center and it helped Eckler rebound a little bit, 2.5 yards per carry through three games. They showed his three is 222 form with 109 scrimmage yards, three touchdowns. Um, they, they played well enough to win the game. Still worry about this team. They got the Browns next week. Maybe they're catching them at the right time. Um, the Texans, um, look a week after Jalen Petrie's two-interception performance, Damon Pierce showcased uh, his talent. The fourth-rounder was the only Texan to take a handoff, shake off two fumble games by rushing 131 yards, 75 of those on a touchdown sprint. The Texans are 0-3-1, traded for David Johnson in 2020, and it's a strange coalition. Pierce is receiving his shot almost by default. This team's playing hard. They're not good. They're one of the weaker rosters in the league, but they found one in that young running back. Justin Jefferson for the Vikings and this Viking team. It was a typical um, Viking performance. It produced um, kind of an unusual score and their win. Uh, Minnesota um, and Jefferson um, starting to play really well. They they had uh, some shots against Marshawn Lattimore. A big day for him, 10 receptions, 147 yards. Kevin O'Connell's team is three and one. They had the one bad beat down, but they're playing better. Uh, they're flawed. I don't know that they're a contender, but look, they're in a position where, as we said, Detroit can't stop anybody. The Bears are awful. So you're in good position to make some hay in your division. They get the Bears next on Sunday. You can't fall asleep in this game, Minnesota. Minnesota's got a chance to make a, a wild card run. Um, the Saints got a pretty good game out of Andy Dalton. Um, you know, um, I, you know, it, you can't go with Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill, Ian Book. So this helped keep them in the game. Um, you know, you had the absence of Alvin Kamara and, and Michael Thomas. Um, you know, Jameis Winston, we know has not played well in his past. It's also, um, uh, with the injuries are a problem. So we'll see, uh, they need to start to win some games. This Saints team is playing their way out of it very quickly, and they're in the process of doing this. Um, the Dolphins and um, and the Bengals, going back to that game a little bit. We know the storyline was about Tua. Let's get into the rest of the game because we've talked about that. You'll wonder how long is going to be out. We know it's going to bring about some changes in the concussion protocol. But I'm curious to see what Teddy Bridgewater can do. This team is playing well. Tua a, is a big reason why, but they've got good weapons. Um, Bridgewater sustained two contusions last season. So, and including uh, sidelining him for the Broncos final three games. So they got to be careful and we got to manage this well. This is the team that looks like they're gonna be a contender. Uh, they're starting to play well on defense, uh, but they've got to keep these quarterbacks upright. The offensive line has to step up. We need to see. Uh for the Bengals, Von Bell is really delivered Um they're gonna have to make a decision at safety in the months to come. And Bell's making it easier. Former Saints second-round pick has continued to really be uh, steady play since the Bengals gave him a three-year, $18 million deal in 2020. Um, and, and I think they're starting to play better football uh, defensively. Uh, Bell intercepted two passes against the Dolphins, and he helped the Bengals get you know, their two-and-two. Paying bail and the paying bell and a big part of what they're going to need to do going forward. But I like the way they're they've got two good safeties now with him and Bates. The defensive front's playing well. That's the reason the 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 untold story about the Bengals run last year. Yes, it was Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow that was the highlights. But the unreported part of that success was the play of the defensive line, the defense as a whole. They did a really good job. Look, I think Baltimore is vulnerable. The Steelers are not good. The Browns, as we mentioned, are in trouble. I think the Bengals play themselves right back in it. I think the Bengals are in good shape to uh, at least. I think they've got the best roster in the division. They've got to keep Burrow upright. They've got to uh, protect him better. I think they feel like they've improved the talent on the offensive line, and it is getting a little bit better. It needs to get even. Better going forward. I think as that unit comes together, I think you're going to see them get better. And then I think what they'll do, they'll scheme around some of the issues, get the ball out quicker. But I think they've got some weapons. They still look like the team to beat in the AFC North. But we'll keep you up to date on that and everything going on around the NFL over at LandryFootball.com. Check out our football season sale today. Our latest information from the college and NFL games, the latest analysis, the film breakdowns of all the NFL games pre and post, all the college games pre and post, uh, breaking down players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college and NFL level. That's what we do for you at LandryFootball.com, giving you a coaching and scouting perspective on the game. So we appreciate you joining us uh, um, uh, and following us on LandryFootball.com. Follow me on Twitter at LandryFootball. And if you would, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. Just look up the Landry Football Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, like, and share that if you would. Hey, we appreciate you joining us. Join us later in the week as we preview all the games heading into week five in the NFL. Hey, it's great to be with you. We'll talk to you next time, everybody